So I w- wanted to say uh, a few words about uh, about returning to your life. Um, of course, this is just as much your life as that, right? And even though uh, you're leaving a lot, you've created a lot, um, there's some things you're not leaving, right? There's some things that stay with us. There are some things that are available wherever you are. And so on the one hand, this is a very uh, special kind of environment and it's beautiful what you've created. And uh, in an important sense, retreats are, uh, um, are a kind of training to live fully in our lives, in the everydayness of our lives. And so much of the goodness that you've touched into here doesn't go anywhere when we leave. If it were only available here, it wouldn't be a very precious form of goodness. But the kinds of goodness that you've touched into is not restricted to Walden West. It's not restricted to this particular community. Even though everything we've done has enabled us to touch into it. And so... uh, Much actually stays the same. But a lot, of course, changes, right? And as T said the other night, uh, you know, you're probably more sensitive than you realize. You kind of, you, you kind of get used to hanging around in an environment where there's a sense of goodwill and kindness and non-judgment, sense of authenticity. And that's um, it's kind of special and almost a luxury, right, that not all of us have when we return to our lives. Yeah. And so part of a retreat ending is we, we do actually have to uh, let go it's actually, we can't actually hold on to the retreat. As sad as that is, we can't hold on to anything really. And this form is coming to an end. And so there are ways we'll talk about about staying connected, of, uh, but, uh, but we actually, a part of us has to let go of the retreat. And we... we uh, bring all of that momentum into our life. You may, some people after retreat, it's common to to feel, uh, some people like, one teacher put it this way, you may have afterglow, you may have aftershock, 
you may have both. Yeah. And um, and so it's good to take you know care of your heart and. Uh, it may feel like you're returning a little bit to a strange world, you know, like, and people won't, unless they've done stuff like this, they won't really understand what you've done, you know, and um, in a certain way, we have to just allow that to be, like, not everybody's going to get it. And you don't need to convince them. And maybe they think like, oh, you just joined some weird cult or something. Uh, but it's, it's okay. It's okay. Uh, there are kind of phases in practice where as you start practicing, sometimes it leads to a little reorganization in you know, who you feel most connected to or friend circles or... <coughs> and, um, and so at first, practice can lead to a little bit of a sense of disconnection from certain people, maybe. Or it can lead to a sense of disconnection from um, the culture. But that's actually just a phase, in a way, that this practice is always leading us back into a kind of circle of connection with all beings. And the more we practice, the more we're able to actually uh, recognize ourself in others, maybe even in others that might seem very different from us. But it's like we see them and we know what we share with them. And so we come into uh, the, the long-term trajectory of this path is, into, is, is connection. It's the development of connection. How are people feeling about going back into the world? Maybe just a few people saying one word. Just call it out. Terrified. Terrified. Disdainful. Disdainful. Anxious. Anxious. Pumped. Pumped. Say it again. Excited. Excited. Hopeful. Hopeful. Determined. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So... Um, in this, in the first uh, few days and week, it's really good to uh, stay con- connected to each other, yeah. And we'll talk more about that. And also connected to practice, yeah. Because um, in a certain sense, uh, it's like the first few. The, the retreat actually doesn't end now. I would say. That makes sense? The retreat's going to keep going for at least a few days, maybe a week or two. Yeah. And you'll, you won't have 
this form exactly, but you can stay connected to all the things that you've touched here. Uh, Maybe one one or two last things. Um, You know, I I think a theme that that I've heard is uh, a lot of you do feel... uh, a bit disconnected from the people around you. And uh, um, I th- you're, you know, you're, I, you're all really young. I don't mean to, that's not an insult. You're just young. And when you're less than 20, you haven't usually been able to f- find all your people and you may be like I, I not you may you are like there are so many very uh, cool reflective thoughtful open-hearted caring bright people in here and it's not always easy to find community in in one's teens uh, but uh, I I'd have uh, a lot of confidence that that uh, you will. You will find your people. You will find people who share uh, uh, share your heartfulness. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I wish this for you. Yeah. And, you know, lastly... Uh, some of you uh, are uh, in the process, or you uh, you will fall in love with the Dharma, and um, you may not know what that even means. You don't need to. Um, but uh, it's mm, for sure the most uh, beautiful process to watch that I know of. And uh, it's a, yeah, very deep privilege to participate in some small way in that. Thank you. So let's uh, meditate for a couple minutes again.
so I'll talk um, about resources for continuing. And I think I'll stand up. Take about 10 minutes for this. And um, I intend to cover a lot. So listen up. There'd be about five categories. Um, retreats you can do, classes, group centers, online resources, books, and so forth. And... Um, couple other things. <clears throat> On the topic of retreats, there are in, in this year, this new year, 2016, there are four teen retreats happening in California that you can go to, you can, any or all of them. Um, there will be one next year at New Year's through Spirit Rock. There is an organization called Inward Bound Mindfulness Education. Um, it its main mission is to do this sort of thing and related things. Hannah and I are both on the board of IBME. And uh, so there will be two teen retreats of this form, uh, one in Northern California um, and one in Southern California. The, uh, you'll get information about this email to you. Uh, so you don't need to try to keep track of the specifics. But they'll be in the summer. Joanna will be teaching on the one in Southern California. And then fourthly, there is a, um, a unique sort of teen retreat that takes place in the Sierras involving backpacking. And uh, Lawrence and Caitlin and I are involved in that. And uh, um, thanks to, to these people and, and Kalila, uh, it's been an awesome thing for me to get into the wilderness. And these, it's unbelievable how much they know about the wilderness and what you do in the wilderness. And so we combine being in the wilderness with uh, meditation and the sort of thing that we've done here. So it's different in many ways, but the essence is the same. <clears throat> that will take place August 2nd through 11. And... Uh, if you want to do it for college credit, then I can set it up so you get UCLA for UCLA for UC credits for that. There is there is some schoolwork there is some schoolwork before and after uh, for that. There also I mentioned this the other day. There's a young adults retreat at Spirit Rock in uh, August, and um, this is for 18 to 32 year olds. It is silent most of the time, but the last day or two involves the sort of interactive relational practice that we've done and uh, highly recommend it for all of you to consider. That takes place. Um, there's papers on that, and it'll, it'll come in the email from Don. And also there's a weekend retreat for teens at Abayagiri Monastery that some of you have been on and uh, uh, can be a great experience. Quick questions about re any questions about the retreat ID? Oh yes, um, there is. Uh, uh, Joanna will be teaching a uh, people of color retreat um, June thirtieth to July fourth uh, at Spirit Rock, uh, Finding Freedom, a silent Vipassana retreat for people of color, uh, with some awesome teachers in addition to Joanna. Um, Questions about retreats? This, the, the young adults retreat is uh, five or six nights. And, uh, yeah, and we know the teachers. I mean, it's, it's, do not 
do not feel do not feel like that would be too much just because it's that many days in silence if you've survived what we've done here you can do it in some ways it's easier because we just settle into the silence you have excellent teachers number of classes and groups um, taught by people in the room and I, I don't know everything probably here but this will be in the information you get in the emails That's the Insight Meditation Center, right? And so that the website for that will be on the resource sheet that Don sends out. Any questions about... Uh, and, and all of these centers will have classes of some sort or other so that you can take. And we've covered a lot.
So, as Marv was saying, it's could you imagine doing this retreat alone, like do, having come here and done the shoe game alone or coming in here to sit alone? Um, we need each other to support each other in this practice. We reflect each other, best parts, challenges. Um, and it can be really sweet to connect with each other after retreat, especially since this form of the retreat is coming to a close. So for those of you who live outside of California, will you please stand up? Outside of California. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So will you all meet over here near Danielle and Jamie? And then everyone who lives in California, go ahead and stand up. Okay. If you live in Southern California, please walk into the center of the circle. Southern California, LA. Beautiful, beautiful. Can y'all meet? Can y'all meet and connect over near Joanna's um, Zafu? Zabutan area? And then those of you who live in the East Bay, in the center. (laughs) East Bay, so Oakland, Berkeley. Awesome. So can y'all meet in bet- where that chair is in between Toby and Zoe? And here's a piece of paper. And I'll figure out emails. Okay, so North Bay, North Bay, North Bay. Okay. No, not yet, not yet. No, North Bay, yeah, North Bay, awesome. Can y'all meet over near Matthew's chair? How about South Bay, San Francisco? South Bay. San Francisco, San Francisco, South Bay. You're, where are you? That's north, right? No, it's west, isn't it? Come join this group.
So if I collected your piece of paper, feel free to come back to the larger circle. Yeah, it's a waste of There it's on. It's on for a couple of minutes, oh, a minute, babe. Okay, we got a time situation. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, especially if I don't have to, like, if I can just have to, like, check out. Yeah, yeah, that would be yeah. terrific. Yeah. I'm really interested in the wilderness one. I'd like something yeah. like this, but with more like physical yeah. activity. Yeah. I'm going to go back over there. Thank you so much. We'll stay in touch. Yeah. No. So, uh, coming back, since I have the mic, there's something I forgot, so just a point of personal privilege. Um, in addition to being able to do the wilderness course for credit, uh, there is a course on campus in the summer at UCLA um, from, the end, from uh, the end of June through all of July where you can take a course called Psychiatry 175, Mindfulness Practice and Theory. And, and um, you can come from anywhere to do that. And if you come to UCLA for it, then there's a couple other courses that go well with it, a, a neuroscience course called Personal Brain Management and an East-West Medicine course, uh, Integrative Medicine. And we package this as the Brain Mind Wellness Program. And uh, Matthew will be down for, for part of it. And, uh, yeah. Um, do you have, like, your 
college that that Well, you, you would have to, it's routine. You, you would have to work it out with, with your school, but it's routine to be able to, to transfer the credits. Yeah. And, and I've had a number of high school students who actually have participated in the course and got some college credits. So uh, it's dynamite. It's, uh, would this, all the staff please stand up? You too, your staff. Oh, the staff. What am I doing? So um, I want to tell you people standing how awesome you are. The, uh, the, tr- the, the truth is, uh, the, these, peop- these people are volunteers. The teachers get a stipend and honorarium for this. Uh, Don works at Spirit Rock as her job. <laughs> but uh, the adult- other adults are uh, volunteering. They're not compensated for this. And the teen retreats have per- worked pretty well for many years because it's, it is such a great experience and it's a genuine retreat for everyone. Uh, but all the same, it wouldn't work you know, without people being willing to show up like, like we have here. Uh, so thank you all. Yeah. And to be continued. So I need your help with this. <laughs> I love this chant. It's really silly. When I say precepts, you say love. Precepts. Love. Precepts. Love. Precepts. Precepts. Love. Precepts. Precepts. Love. 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 <laughs> you gotta be on your feet for this one. On your toes. We'll do it again. When I say precepts, you say love. Precepts. Love. Precepts. Love. Precepts. 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 Love. 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 Beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> so I was not here for um, you all staying up till 5.30 in the morning. But um, I was told about it. and I can see how bright you all are now from having communed with each other for real you guys look like you got tons of rest (laughs) 
which is a testament to, which is a testament to how um, you were fed by communing with each other. And that doesn't happen by accident. Bryn Silver was talking about how this practice helps us to feel, that makes our inner world safe. We widen and deepen our capacity to actually meet our experiences. So our inner world gets safe. And then our outer world is safe as well. And it's made safe by, well, one of the ways it's made safe is by our commitment to these precepts, these five mindfulness trainings. Like what has happened here was not an accident. You guys held these precepts impeccably. And that has not always been the case on these retreats. So I just want to thank you for holding them so beautifully and for creating such a beautiful space. So the invitation now is to take this practice courageously into your daily lives, into your homes, your families, your friendships, school. And the precepts change just a little, especially the third and the fifth. But it's still rooted in this um, real care for life. One of the things that I love about the precepts is um, they're rooted in, um, I feel like whenever I'm really holding the precepts and I'm guided by them, that I am like rooting for life. I'm like on the side of life. It's like a North Star when you start to internalize them. And they let you know, like, if you start to stray, you can feel it. And then when you're on course, it's like a North Star, and it's guiding you to your deepest peace, happiness. So in that spirit, I want to invite us all to take the precepts again, and we carry them with us, and take them out into the world, and we bless each other with them. So if you feel called, you can put your hands in front of your heart. You can put your hand on your heart. And we'll do this in call and response. Knowing how deeply our lives intertwine. We train ourselves to... To not physically harm living beings. Knowing how deeply our lives intertwine, we train ourselves not to steal, not to misuse resources, and to take only that which is offered. Knowing how deeply our lives intertwine, we train ourselves to be harmless with all sexual activity. 
Knowing how deeply our lives intertwine, we train ourselves to speak the truth with kindness. May we refrain from false, harsh, divisive, and useless speech. Knowing how deeply our lives intertwine, we train ourselves to use alcohol or drugs in moderation. Around that last precept, I faltered because um, I hold that differently. I choose not to use alcohol and drugs. And that may be a choice for you, and know that you're free to do that. So thank you so much for taking these practices into the world. Could you imagine what our neighborhoods, our communities, our schools would be like if we just observed just that first precept? just the first one. So thank you. So, I know a lot of you were already knew this was coming and expecting it. And I heard a story in our small group that somebody saw someone's blessing cord on the ground last night. So apparently someone's fell off, and I don't know if it was from this retreat. Yeah. Was it from this retreat? No, it was uh, my blessing cord from last year. From last year's retreat. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's kind of beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. It's amazing. So I consider these my walking altar. You know, it's my walking reminder of the work, all the work that we've done here together. And it's a way of carrying it forward into the world. And it's really interesting um, because you're going to walk around and somebody else who sat retreat somewhere at some time is going to recognize this. And they're going to know you're one of them. And it's a really great way to connect to people. I've, I've started many conversations with people that way and talked about our practice and actually become friends with a few. So I love that this is representative of that. And why the cord, it said historically, was that a thread was pulled from the Buddha's robe um, went after his death and that the, the monks and nuns wrapped them 
carried them with them as a reminder. So this is sort of a historical. We are carrying the history of, and the lineage, and I find that beautiful. So again, my walking altar, um, and I do wear mine not until they fall off or else I'd have about, like my arm would go all the way up with them. Um, but you can put them around your ankle, around your neck. You can just put it on an altar. And what I like to do with these is to tie within them the refuges. So we're going to, I'm going to talk a little bit about the three refuges just as we're tying a knot. And the first one, and you can tie your first knot, the first refuge is taking refuge in the Buddha. And the Buddha, what that word means is actually the awakened one or to be awake. So we're taking refuge in waking up. Taking refuge in seeing clearly and in our practice. And then the second knot, we're taking refuge in the Dharma. The Dharma could be considered as the teachings that you've learned here. Oftentimes it's said as just an understanding of what's true. And then the third knot is taking refuge in the Sangha. So these are the three jewels. Taking refuge in the Sangha. And so here, taking refuge in this beautiful Sangha that we've created... So when you look at this, if you're wearing it, maybe seeing every single face that's been part of this sangha, this tapestry that we've created. Maybe it's your future sanghas where you're going with your practice. And sometimes for me, I really like to think of the historical sangha, the people that carried this forward, oftentimes through life and limb, so that we can be practicing today. I'm tempted to chant the refuges, but should I? So maybe we'll just chant it, those who know it, and you guys can listen in Pali. Yeah? Okay. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa. Namo tasa bhagavato arahato sama sambuddhasa. Buddham saranam gachami. Dhammam saranam gachami. Sangam saranam gachami. Dutyampi Buddham Saranam Gachami Dutyampi Dhammam Saranam Gachami Dutyampi Sangam Saranam Gachami Tatyampi Buddham Saranam Gachami Tatyampi Dhammam Saranam Gachami Tatyampi Sangam Saranam Gachami Sadhu, Sadhu, Sadhu. And now, um, if you'd like to turn to somebody next to you or around you and help put on the blessing cord.
over. Oh. Okay, so coming back to this circle. So just the last thing I want to say about this is working with the practice of impermanence. And one of the reasons uh, I heard somebody in, in my group say, they should make them leather and, you know, like, so they could last forever. <laughs> and <laughs> there's something really beautiful about the practice of really uh, appreciating and enjoying having this and carrying it with you and then watching, watching it go, watching it leave, and then yet still holding everything that it represents. So thank you.
Okay. Oh yeah, the tissues are good to have out there too. <laughs> Those of you who have done this before. So this is this is our like close like closing closing of this. This will be the last time that we're together in this configuration. So take that in for a sec. So this is um this can be your opportunity to say anything that you you don't want to leave here without saying in front of the group, something that's just right there in your heart that you want to put out there. Um, We're not going to have everyone going to be able to go up there, so there's not enough time to have everyone. Um, But if you've got something that's just sticking with you, something that you, you really... Just feel like you need to say something that's on your heart. Just move from that place and one at a time we'll just walk up, grab the little bell striker and uh, say what you want to say. Maybe an appreciation, maybe just a joy or just you can you can have silence also and just go up there and be seen. Ring the bell and walk back to your seat. Um, and yeah, because of time, I guess, you know, you don't have to wait for the bell to stop ringing to go walk up and do yours. Um, so I trust that we can do, we can have the right pace for this. Um, so yeah, feel free to, whenever you feel called, head up there and strike the bell for us.
So our circle will come apart, and that's just the nature of things. And we have 45 minutes to say goodbye to each other. Your parents are actually outside waiting for you. Some of them are. Some of you are driving home. But um, in these next few minutes, 10 minutes, 15, 45, however long you're here, say goodbye. Be really present with each other as you part. And it's not really a parting, yeah? We're all still deeply connected. And staff will meet you in the lodge at 1.30. I love you all. Be well, travel safe, and I will see you on the road. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> It is such a privilege to serve all of you.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.